foundation, I don't know. It takes a little more than what you show, and that's yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. Welcome to Bobby Finn Knows Everyone. We are part of the Pull Tabs Force family, which includes podcasts, social media team coverage, events, editorial, and video. Along with me, as usual, my co-host, Tom Lord. How are you? Doing well. Rock and rolling. How are you doing? Well, can't complain. Fast, yeah. you know, another day, right? Another day. Hump day. Making it happen. Who's with us today? God, the best guy ever. What do you say? How do you, like, announce this guy? I don't know. He's larger than life. That's for sure. He is. 6'5", 285, playing weight. Is that real? <laughs> How's your playing weight? Was that playing was my weight. Friday night weight. <laughs> And then we'd weigh ourselves on Monday, and it would maybe be a little north of that. <laughs> north Say of his that. name. Buren, <laughs> the Ron Von Buren. The Ron Von Buren. The Ron. I'm so, doing well. I'm doing well. How are you, Bobby? Good, good. I've never asked you this, but how did you get a name like Theron Von Buren? Well, this is a great story. I've made this one up. I play in these golf events over the summer. And... <laughs> You get tired of telling people, like, what's your name and how do you say it? So I just came up with the Ron. <laughs> my dad's name, ironically enough, was Ron. My dad was kind of this, he'd like to come up with riddles and this and that. And I tell people that he wanted to name me Ron Jr., but my mom was like, there's no way in hell we're going with Ron Jr. So he came up with a new name named Theron, but it's actually spelled the Ron. It's <laughs> fucking great, isn't <laughs> it? And I'm telling you, like, I, I, I joke about it, but, like, later in life, like, he had his RV, like the last name, like his license plate were personalized and it was Hebner, which was like Von Baron spelt backwards and flipped. <laughs> so like he went by the alias Hebner Navnor later in life because he was Ron Von Baron. If you look at it, like you're like, my name was totally going to be Ron. <laughs> That's fantastic. He tried to dupe my mom. God bless you, Mary. Uh, well, didn't George Foreman have a bunch of, like, didn't he name All his, Georges. Were they he all Georges? He had Georginas? 17 Georges and Georginas. <laughs> and Georginas. And you had Rons and the Rons. Not Rons and the Rons. <laughs> so they, they had to be, like, the Six in syllables, Alabama, right? Six syllables. In the, my they, parents? No, no, no. Not yours. I'm talking Foreman's? about Foreman's. Because... Oh. Down in Alabama, in that area, they use their middle names. Everybody calls everybody from their middle, their oh, they middle name. Yeah. All right. Yep. So, I mean, you can't just say, hey, George, clean your room. The fuck knows what you're going to clean. So, you, Which you, George you are you going to talk to? George yeah. Allen? George Larry? George Mike? I don't know. George, George Adam? Georgina? Georgina. <laughs> so, Theron's got some pretty good claims of fame, right? He's got some good ones. He's a... Uh, football player for the golfers also a state tournament hockey player which we're going to get into as which, well which blows people's minds when <laughs> i tell them <laughs> it's unbelievable right not, not quite six as felt five. as i used to be uh-huh. but six five <laughs> and i mean I, I i said that at one pod that playing against chris winky was really difficult because well, he's just too big well but he was an athlete oh <laughs> really you twinkle toes i mean seriously you just he was telling his story about Somebody got like, oh, block me, block me. And he just freaking tosses this guy through the freaking wall. We window. were playing at a member guest last <laughs> summer and a guy, they were always like, Pete, just pass block me. And I'm like, no, like you don't want to go there. Let's not do this. <laughs> and they make you pass block him? We, we did it. And it was the next morning when I rolled in for the second round where I, re- I was like, I've seen that guy somewhere. <laughs> Yeah, right. Lots. And then and then I come to find out they're like, yeah, that's the guy that challenged you. I'm like, yeah, that's right. I knew it. I'm like tried putting him through the table in Danny's bar. At, I'm like, 
you wanted it. I'm like, I don't know what you want me to do. Tables and chairs go flying. What happened to him? He just went flying. We were having a good time. <laughs> the beef cutting station is all a mess. Yeah. It got beefed. Yeah. It got beef. So you but, played uh, go for football. Um, and what was your position? What, what year what, do you want to what, talk about? All right. They moved you around <laughs> a little bit. They're, they're moving you around. They're finding good spots for you. So I... I came out of high, well, in high school, at one point I was a tight end and a free safety. I ate my way originally. Like I, I went <laughs> to there, I went to, before my senior year, I went to that, went to the gopher camp. I won this, they, they awarded me with this like MVP of the camp thing. And they're like, we think we, we we're going to talk to you in like a month. We're going to offer you a scholarship and we think you'd be a defensive end. I'm like, all right, I've never done that before, but we could probably <laughs> do that. It's a good idea. Uh-huh. So prior to that, I had completely planned on going to West Point, um, and that changed everything. So, yeah, I was, I went in as a defensive end, and that was my first year was that. Did you ever play DN? No. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think you figured it out, or was it? Well, where I eventually, like, if you go through, if you fast forward through the years, like where I had my best chance to really contribute and play was when they moved me into a defensive tackle. And I – in the rotation, in that pre-fall, and things were going well, and I felt good. I had a good spring. It was the first year in my time where I actually spent a spring and a fall, like, in the same position. And I felt good. And then we get in, like, halfway through pre-fall, and there were, like, three seniors that went down with leg injuries. And they're like, we need to move somebody over here to be a backup. And they were like, well, Theron, uh, how do you feel? And I'm like, oh, I'll do whatever you guys want me to do. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, I that's know. so shitty. I mean, you want to help yeah. the team, right? You want to yeah. be a good team player, but at the same yeah, time, I, it kind of screwed you, right? I, I, to, I mean, you really to an extent. Be, you know, like I honestly you think on I, a position you know, where I, you know I felt good for the first time because it was originally it was like DN, and then you, you got to understand we were going through coaching transitions, and we went from a four three to a three four. So my first year, I was going to play a defensive end in a four three, and then we have a three four, and I'm way too slow to be playing outside linebacker. And I wasn't big enough to be on the inside at the time because I was still like 6'5", 220. Jesus. Okay. So that was that. Was that. So then they thought see in spring, years. oh, we'll play tight end. <laughs> and at the time we had like 10 tight ends. So I get through the spring playing tight end and then they're like, oh, let's move you into the offensive line. So I did my second year like running scout squad and doing this and that playing offensive line. Yeah, you had good tight ends. And, that, and then we – yeah, we, well, yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought we did. So – and, you know, we cascade through that. And it was that next spring where I was playing D-tackle and I loved it. And people get hurt and mm-hmm. guys are Could you to, have said, uh, no, this is. Absolutely. This is where like I want to play. They sat me in, but, where, but you, don't, you don't sit. I, I personally know, don't but think you're, you you're a team player. You don't sit down. Oh, no, I'm not going to. I mean, it's selfish. So if you guys want me to do that and you need depth, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. Which I don't know right or wrong was the thing to do, but it's what I did. Did you get into a few games? That year, well, so then that year, I traveled the entire year, played a little bit sparingly. When you're, it's the, and that was the thing. It was like when you're a D lineman, those guys don't stay in every single play. But you're when you're an offensive lineman, yeah. you don't see right tackles. <laughs> right tackles don't just come running right you, in you and should, out. You right. should have said, hey, no, 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 coach, have Ben Hamilton play uh, D tackle. So, so that year that they had me, that that second year where I spent the fall doing the lineman thing for the first time. And he was a center, and he was this kid that, like, so Ben Hamilton played in the NFL for 10, 12 years. He was an All-American. He was an amazing football player. And then when he came in as a freshman, and his dad played for the Vikings, Wes Hamilton. And so 
he was like 6'2 and might have weighed 245. But I've actually still to the, I've, I've never seen a kid play with better, a man <laughs> play with better leverage. And like when you get into the specifics of it, like you're a center and you have a three technique, which is lined up outside the guard. He could reach that guy off of like two steps because mm. his technique and his footwork was so good. And you're like, this kid's going to be good. And then he played for, you know, three years. After you should that. call him the coach Nolan. <laughs> I want the kid to play center. <laughs> <laughs> you're talking about your kid. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you played in the dome. The worst uh, ever. Right. And then you'd go to other stadiums and be like, oh, my God, this is college football. And then you go back to the dome and you're like, I can't believe we're playing in the dome. Well, and like in, in that hot, like hard concrete floor was like the worst thing ever. Mm-hmm. Like I wasn't even playing in an athlete's foot, like just running out there and warming up and my feet hurt. I'm like, what is this that I don't know? Like, what is this feeling? It's, it's called turf. Yeah. How was the Penn State game? That one in 97, that was, that was one of the coolest experiences ever. So it was, I think it was like probably second week of October. So it was a beautiful fall weekend and they're the number one team in the nation. So we get together and you, Friday, like at mid-afternoon, you always get together with the coach and have the meeting, and then we they go out and feed us, and then we get on a plane and we fly out there. And and and, and Mace tells this story about how he was going down with the touchdown club or something of that nature that you go reach, you know, you go meet with the uh, the alumni and whatnot. And he was downtown going to prep for that meeting at like the Minneapolis, was it the Minneapolis Athletic Club or was it Jack's Cafe? Doesn't matter. But he's walking in. And some guy, he what the story Mace tells is like, I'm walking in and this guy yells, hey, Coach Mason, sorry that, you know, something to the extent of like, sorry, you have to go spend your week and getting your ass kicked by Penn State. And, and Mace tells what he told us was like, he's like, well, what are you going to do this weekend? And he's like, well, I might go to Home Depot. My wife wants me to work on this project and this and that and blah, blah, blah. And this kind of conversation reportedly kind of carries on for a while. And then he's like, so let me get this straight. You are going to go to the Home Depot. You're going to mow the lawn. You're going to work on a project that you've put off for the last six months. Meanwhile, I get to go to Penn State and Happy Valley. Uh, have, you know, Joe Paterno on the number one football team in the country. Sad Valley. On the other side of the field. And that's how I get to spend my day. He goes, I think I'm actually winning. <laughs> and you know, we get up, we're all jacked up and we leave and whatever, right? So... But that game, we, we get out there, beautiful week. And at the time, you couldn't fly into State College. You had to fly into Harrisburg and drive three and a half hours up to Susquehanna in a bus to get there. So, like, there's a lot of really cool things that happened that weekend. And we get to that game. And at the time, like, you stay, what I equated it to, like, their locker room that they put us in, anybody that grew up in Minnesota and played hockey spent time skating outside in the, in the, in the, mm-hmm. in the winter, right? The warming sure. houses, warming. the yeah. shacks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I felt, I felt like I was at the warming shack at Vets Field in South St. Paul. <laughs> like we were piled up like cordwood. There weren't lockers. There was nothing. It was just a room. With Cinder a, blocks. With a couple of nasty showers like off in the back. And this is what it was. And it was like a mile outside the stadium. That's how I remember it. And I remember walking in and people read. It was their homecoming and they're playing us. <laughs> okay. Who we hadn't won much at that point. Um, and they're the number one team in the nation. And, and I... People were like, don't worry, guys. It's going to be over soon. Like, just <laughs> just beating. Tell me there's a chance. Yeah, the just be- grin and bear it. The beating will commence. Grin and bear it. I don't think you survive. should say that at Happy Valley. Well, no, but, grin and bear it, really? Well, oh, my well, God. This was 97, not, you know, That's 20 sick. years later. So, 
Bob we, has to go there. But I tell you, well, there. I know, right? He's right. always got to. He's always right. got to push. Oh, that guy. Move beyond. Keep going. Yeah, it was a cool story oh, until God. all this stuff happened, Bobby. Yeah, but right. Point being, like, we went out there. We played our minds out. We we got inside. Like, we got inside the twenty. I think. Well, the score going into the fourth quarter, like deep in the fourth quarter, was fifteen to three, and our kicker was five for six at that point on field goals, and like. I think three of them were kicked inside the 20 and a couple from the 10 where you're like, we could have easily scored a couple of touchdowns here. Right. And there were guys like LeVar Arrington was a middle linebacker Jesus. on that team. Um, Curtis Enos was a running back. Uh, Joe Juravicious played wide out. Courtney Brown, who was a decent football player. I think it was Rob McQuery might've been his name. The, I think he was the redheaded McQuery kid was one of the, was the starting quarterback. But point being like, we were deep into that game and we were winning 15 to three um, and a missed field goal. Like eventually like they scored a touchdown. That touchdown came after with like four minutes left, four or five minutes left in the game on like a third down. Uh, I don't think it was Jurovicious. It was one of the other guys runs out of bounds and is out of bounds running throughout the whole time and then comes back in and they call pass interference on us when he doesn't catch the ball. Oh my that God. That game first and goal from like wherever and – Enos runs it in, so now we're losing. It said Crawford Jordan was called for pass interference yeah. on third down to yeah. Enos. Yep. So it wasn't it wasn't Jurevicious. I don't remember who it was, but so I think that made it fifteen to ten. And then we get the ball back and it goes back and forth. But eventually, like we ran twenty eight pitch. I was on the sideline, um, twenty eight pitch, and we we fumbled it, which then gave them the ball. I think then we turn them back over, but then we punt and then they go down and they score. That's incredible. I mean, damn. That, to not and, but 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 like the the thing that happened after that, like when we were walking off that field, the ninety nine thousand people actually, it was super loud in there. But like when we went through that tunnel, there were people clapping, saying like, "You guys played a hell of a game." Let's go. But like this, this is where the story gets a little weird. <laughs> but I'm not gonna. So we literally, I remember you're going in in the shower, cleaning up, coming out. I remember walking out and standing there, and in the distance is Joe Paterno. Who walked in and goes, You guys played a hell of a game. Oh. You guys deserve to win that game. And then he turned around and walked out. Into like the locker room area? Our locker room. Wow. He went, he walked that mile over to our locker room, walked in, you played a hell of a game, cool. and then turned around and walked out. Damn. That's pretty cool. Which, like, for a, for a long time was a pretty cool story that I don't tell very much anymore. But, but now that he's been shamed. Yeah. yeah. To play like that against the number one team in the country when you're, unranked and you know nobody thought you were going to do anything no. i mean that's it it, cool. and you really should have won the game at, you know when you look at it and you, you realize like we missed you punch a, we one missed of those in goal. just one of those you punch one of those in. we, we were rotating solder with cockroom that day mm -hmm. we were running options we were doing this and that like you know we had some some balls that were contested on like third down that like in there you held their quarterback to 85 yards yeah. two interceptions and a fumble he had you should win that game yeah Enos, I mean, I'm sure there. I think we had two. Enos, I think like we had two, 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 at least two turnovers. I think I know Souter threw a turnover late in the game, and then the Hamner turnover. That's well, been freaking pretty it's cool. Crazy. And you had, I mean, you're six five, two eighty five. Then yeah, I mean, were there guys again, bigger? Are than we you? talking like? You think a, if you were it, to, was it a Sunday or a Monday or a Tuesday? <laughs> were there guys on your team bigger than you? Oh, absolutely. Jesus, my man. first fake ID was a guy named from. He was from Texas. Not Falalala. Oh no, he was six eight. <laughs> Like 325, and I looked nothing like him. <laughs> Falalala. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. 
So you had Mace, Mace in your face. Good coach. Do you like two him? years? I had two years of him and I had two years of Wacker. Wow, oh let's get God. into it. That's that a strange dichotomy right there, yeah. boys. Yeah. yeah. Did Wacker come in like Dion came into his to the oh locker room God. in Colorado <laughs> and just like pack your suitcases, boys? No. So, yeah. so Wacker was very. <laughs> he was a he was a great person, right? And that that jovial kind of attitude was there all the time. Mm -hmm. Like, I talked to him after I went through grad school and was thinking about transitioning down to Texas and coach football and do this, that, and the other thing. And I, I'm like, he's from Texas. He knows the area. I should contact him. He might not call me back. When he called back, he's like, how are Ron and Marianne doing? No way. And I hadn't talked to him for four years, five years. And he re like, and, and what's David up to? <laughs> My brother. Yeah. And, he remembered like, your parents. He remembered that. Like, so either he like had a cheat sheet of, he was like the Matthew Fitzpatrick of coaching <laughs> that knows every shot he ever, like, every conversation he had, or he just remembered. Wow. So he was that genuine, but he was, you know, he, <laughs> he was who he was. Yeah, right? he like, was. He's a salesman. Green, green grass and a breeze up your ass, boys. You never had it so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's Did he go on to coaching after the Gophers? Did he probably win? He became an AD at Southwest State, okay. Southwest Texas State, okay. which was where he was. I mean, and he kind of, you know, he, got caught, in, he got caught in the crosshair. Yeah, what? Kathy no. Allen? And uh, Rich Bakula. I believe from Scott Bakula, Scott Bakula from um, and Featherstone as well was a good a good contributor on that squad. What are we doing right now? It's random, but he's interjecting, and I'm going to answer. I love it. This is fantastic. Okay, it. let's go to let's go back to Mace in your face. Yeah, uh, good dude, good coach. Seems like yeah. I don't know why the Gophers ever let him go. He's the best coach they had for a long time, and he like, was. He was completely different than the predecessor, mm -hmm. which I feel like is kind of the thing that happens. Absolutely. Right? Like Tim Brewster was completely opposite of what came <laughs> before and after. Sure. Um, you know, Mace is good too. Like he knows football. I mean, and he came in and to his credit, like he was like, here's what's going to happen. Like we are going to stop the run. And we had the best top. We were one or two David Gibbs's defense, like in the nation and stopping the run. Like this is what we're going to do. And we're going to emphasize it and we're going to work on it. And it goes into that. It goes into the story I tell you guys about, like, the straw story where the guy had to run to McDonald's to get a straw. <laughs> tell oh. it again. Because Wait, it was what? literally like, we are going to do this and you're either going to get it. I mean, you're talking about a guy that played for Woody Hayes, like, three yards in a cloud of dust. Like, do what you're supposed to do or don't do it. Mm -hmm. So... If you want to hear the story, yeah, tell the story about the kid. This am I commandeering this too much? <laughs> no, this is why you're on, brother. So we're running twos versus ones. So it's twos. It's uh, you always run the two offense against the number one defense. And there's at least everything is broken up into periods in college football. So you go out. They always post a schedule before practice where it's like this practice is going to have 25 periods, and periods could usually in five minute intervals or whatever. And so you see what you're going to do, and you always you would have in there usually on a Wednesday or heavier day, sometimes on Thursday, but there'd be the twos versus the ones. And you wouldn't be running the opponent's offense. It'd be running our offense against the number one defense. And we get in there, and this particular player, who shall go unnamed, is running wide out, and he, he's supposed to run a takeoff. And he fucking ran a dig or something at like 10 <laughs> yards. And Mace is like, what in the, you know, what the fuck is, Devin, what are you supposed to be doing here? And and well, run it again. So then we run it again. And he runs it wrong again. <laughs> we ran it wrong like three times in a row. And we come back to the huddle. And he's like, here's what you're going to do. I want and, – and, and I'm toning this down. 
<laughs> he was <laughs> he was he was livid. He was livid. It's a good word. And he basically was emphatically deploring, imploring <laughs> this particular kid to run down to McDonald's and get him a straw. He's like, God damn, you need to run down to McDonald's. You're supposed to run a fly route. And McDonald's, directly speaking to those on, you know, that aren't seeing this right now, was straight ahead. Yeah. He needed to run to McDonald's. You're at Beerman Athletic In, Facility. Yeah, instead of running 15th. a dig at 10, you were supposed to run straight ahead and don't stop and go to McDonald's because we needed to run that over-the-top route. And he didn't do it. And then when he came back to the huddle and he had done it wrong again and, and Mason's yelling at him, like when he told him, to, like, you need to go to McDonald's and give me a straw, we all kind of looked at like, is he serious? And, and There's a reason for it. Damn man, I, I need <laughs> – Run to McDonald's and get me a fucking straw. <laughs> and we were all like, is he serious? And he's like, what are you waiting for? So all you see is number 83 running off in the distance, like all the way down through Beerman field on the outside, across like the, through the track area and into the locker room. And the 83 dis disappears. And we go on doing our thing for probably like the next 15 minutes. And then suddenly you just see, 83 running towards us with a straw in his hand, just at like a full gallop, running down. And he, in full gear. And he full gear runs down, hands to Mason, he goes, bet you run the fucking fly next time, won't you? <laughs> and there we go. I mean, that was the story. And, and it was, we were all like, thank God we weren't him. It was bad. It was <laughs> kid, bad. The kid had to run. And we're like, so after the fact, we're like, can you imagine this kid running down the block and his, 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 He's got his gear on and he's just running down 4th Street or whatever, like going to get a straw. And he was like, no, dude, I went in the locker room. I took all my shit off. I put my street clothes on. I ran down there. I ran up to the counter. I asked the woman for a straw. I ran back. I took my street shit off. I put my gear on and I ran back out. <laughs> and I ran the whole time. I did not stop. That's fantastic. Do not pass go. Just ran the thing and went. So, yeah. He took all of his gear off, probably <laughs> lightning speed, ran out. I don't want to be an ass. So I'm just going to freaking change quick. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? I mean, in that, we didn't find that piece out for a while. Like, we were all like, can you just fucking run down there with his gear on? But he had to come back with the straw. And there was no joking. Like, we thought he was kidding, but he wasn't. But the whole point, back to what I was saying, is like, listen, you get what you emphasize. You do the right thing, and you do it to the best of your ability, and just do it. It's what your job is, so do it. Yep. Right. Focus. God. That's <laughs> focus. Since we're talking about football, let's talk about uh, Jimmy's salad dressings and dips real quick because uh, it is definitely football season, and football season with the Super Bowl coming up is all about your favorite, uh, I think, blue cheese chunky dressing. Let's get chunky because uh, Jimmy's chunky blue cheese is fantastic, and it's uh, great for – football season for the super bowl it's great for you put a little put a little uh dressing in in the uh in a dish right there and you dip your buffalo chicken sandwich in it um you can put dunk your wings in it and you can do so much more with the jimmy's blue cheese chunky dip uh jimmy's has all sorts of different dressings and salad dressings and dips check them out at your local retailers especially cub foods um also at high v 
Uh, Jimmy's is a local company started right here in Stewartville, Minnesota. So check them out. That's Jimmy's Salad Dressings and Dips. Don't you be messing with the dressing. Nice, Bobby. Let's also talk real quick about Joel Mama's Salsa. So Joel Mama's is a fantastic salsa. Of course, we all love it here at, at Pull Tab Sports. Um, great flavors. Bobby loves the habanero. Uh, it's got mm -hmm. a, it's a little hot little mango habanero. It's fantastic. Um, but it's also... Um, very, very good to us sports fans. You know, if you're coaching, especially coming up here, you got a baseball team coming up, you got a basketball team, you got soccer teams coming up. Uh, talk to Joel Mama's uh, fundraising because they will help you sell the the, the uh, salsa there and they'll give you half back to your team so you can sell it and get all that money back for your team to help fundraise. Uh, they're great. Uh, they're a great company, locally owned as well. Um, and that Salsa is so good. We always say here, you ride the flavor wave because it's a little bit different. It starts a little bit uh, hot. It ends a little bit sweet. Um, and it's very, very good. That's Joe Mama Salsa. Check them out at, again, your local Cub Foods Festival, Hy-Vee, you name it, country markets. You, you got, they got it all. Uh, and send them an email at uh, fundraising at joemamas.com and they will hook you up. Right on, fellas. Super Bowl's coming this week. Let's talk about the Super Bowl. Uh, what are you thinking? Are we are we Kansas City I'll, I'll fans? Tell you, Where well, are we? I'm gonna just come out of the gates right now. I'm just gonna tell you. I'm gonna I'm gonna bet on the Eagles because I fucking hate them. <laughs> and it's misery. You're insurance. hedging your bets. It's misery. Mi insurance. Minus one. Are we talking just your well, money I'm, line? Uh, I'm just talking. We, I'm picking the Eagles. One and a half. You're going with the Eagles. Minus one and a half. What do you call that kind of bet? When misery you, insurance. Misery insurance. I yeah. like it. Yeah. I, 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 as much as I don't want the Chiefs, when well, they're not bad. I, I like them. They're all fun. But I hate the Eagles because of their fans. Their fans are such assholes. Right. I mean, yeah. it is. How do you how do they let this happen? I mean, do you see when they won the, the, the NFC championship? Philadelphia they're burning fans. The freaking, they're Philadelphia fans garbage. are terrible. I, can I can I tell a story? Yes. So I it wasn't a it wasn't an Eagles game. It wasn't a flyer. It, it was a Flyers game. It wasn't. We went to a Flyers game, and the Flyers were terrible. But the spectrum at the time was packed, and we're in the top. We're in like the third to top row, and they're playing New Jersey. And like I'll I'll equate this group of dudes that walked in with like a younger kid. It was like Goodwill Hunting with Chucky and the boys. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> and then they had like the baby brother, who was like eight years old with them, maybe ten at most, and they're playing the New Jersey Devils. And we're so far up and people are passionate and they're screaming and the flyers are terrible. And yet this is still happening. Kid stands up and I kid you not goes, hey, bro, dear, you're worse than fucking McNabb. <laughs> screaming that. And I look, I'm like, this is an eight-year-old kid. He's screaming this. Like that's Philadelphia fans though. Like they are, it's it's aggressive. Oh, yeah. I. Yep. A buddy of mine went to that, that Vikings game, the NFC Championship, mm -hmm. and like had bottles thrown at him walking in and out and they don't care they think it's perfectly normal like that's adjusted real human behavior yeah who doesn't do that oh my god go okay. to the wawa get yourself a coffee i'd be in jail and possibly and dead because i would you start throwing hands oh, i spent two well, weeks I'd out in that fucking, in that area and it was nuts it was that was weird it just doesn't make sense enjoy the game but holy God. i mean yeah. it's not i mean packer fans so, at least they're passionate sure they love their teams but they're yeah, you don't get bottles. Thrown. Yeah, you might they're get nuts. Moved, I mean, you can't even be an opposing team. You can't wear any colors. You hear from all the 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 wives that go to games and all of that, and they can't even have anything remotely close yeah. to the other team. I think I, they'd crack down on it a little bit. I, or someone would like 
start a lawsuit or some, so, something like like for my part I'm, I'm with you like i can't stand them but like that offensive line is so good oh it's amazing they're really really like, yeah that kelsey pulls like well, you'll see that guy snap the ball and pull and go around the edge and line up a strong safety that doesn't see it coming you'll see that two or three times it's that's that's something that offensive line is really really good can 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 hurts throw the ball you'll need to be able to complete a deep shot mm-hmm well, he's got. He's, he's got. got a, he's got. A, well, he's got a hurt chicken wing though, and that's the thing. Like, well, that's what I thought going into they, the San Francisco. They've got game. a good defense. They've got an excellent offensive line. They've got really, really good. At, when you look at all the athletes, in my opinion, when you look at all the athletes that they have versus what Kansas City has, I think they have more athletes. Interesting. But you have like a generational dude in Mahomes. Kelsey is ridiculous. Uh, Chris Jones is a monster up the middle. Um, Spagnola is a sweet D coordinator. He shut down. I thought for sure since he was going to win that game, and he. I Joe, think they got effed. Joe Cool didn't have a chance. I mean, like, yeah, I think they got screwed. I really do. I mean, it's a it's a debatable thing for sure. But I mean, give me a break. Some of the bullshit that that last hit out of bounds should have been a penalty for sure. I agree, and that the dipshit shouldn't have done. I mean, fifteen yards. That guy would have never made that field goal ever. He went well, not with yeah, that no win, way. not with that wind, and not with everything. He would not have made that field goal, so he should have never done that. But up until that point, there were so many non calls against you know that Cincinnati should have had. I mean, it, and that gets back to our our other thing. I mean, is it rigged? NFL's rigged. You think NFL's rigged? It's got to be. I don't you know. look at that. I, those hit, those yeah, non calls, and then the calls, and then the what was with the uh, was it the spotting of the ball or the. God, what was it? Well, they, they, like, they, 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 oh, yeah. they yeah, canceled the, a play. Yeah, they're like, hold on, hold on. We're going to cancel that play, and we're going to bring it back. How does like, that happen? Have you ever seen that in the NFL? No. Ever. Have you ever seen that in football? No. Right. I've never seen it in anything. No. That, I mean, that's it's, – it's coming out. That so was brutal. People are going to start so I think to uh, – I think I want the Eagles to win. As much as I can't stand them, I, can they do it? Can, can well, Hurts throw the ball, and can that new coach – can he not shit the bed? And by the way, I I love Hertz. I think Hertz well, is he's been a winner everywhere. He's the epitome of a great leader too and a great teammate. Because when he gets benched for a freshman, and when he's already an All-American, he played two years at Alabama, had a, at least one national championship. I don't think maybe lost one game and then got sat and then had to transfer and then went to it. I mean, like right. We're right. talking about was a dude. Okay with it. We're talking about yeah, and worked through it. Like came overcame adversity and worked through that. Like a dude that lost before going to Oklahoma, maybe two, one, two games. Don't like look it up. And yet, like uh, yeah, I mean, he's, he's he's awesome. He's, he's now. I mean, and he didn't play for two of their losses this year. I mean, the dude hasn't. He, he's a winner. He's a winner, and he's a, such a good dude. I mean, that's that's the part I love about him. He's such a classy person. When you would listen to his interviews, he's so articulate and so classy. And look, you know, he takes it on himself. Yeah. When they don't, if they don't win, he puts it on himself. He doesn't blame anybody. He doesn't do that shit. Yeah. That's the epitome of a leader and a quarterback I'm, that you I'm want. An, I might have to fly Eagles fly. I might have to go get Bobby it. just talked you into it. If I can get home early enough from volleyball. I, here, here's how much I want them to the win. I want Jalen Hurts to leave the city and, and Kersey or Curse. What the hell's his name? Kelsey. Kelsey. No, Kelsey. Kelsey. Leave the city. Which one? There's two Kelsey. Of them. But leave <laughs> the city after the game because the Chiefs will be on the plane out of there. 
And then the city that burned down. I mean, <laughs> Philadelphia. And I, Rocky Balboa, not, sorry. Not Arizona. Not, We're not talking about Phoenix, right? No, 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 no. <laughs> Phoenix is fantastic. Oh, yeah. No, okay. I'm talking about the right. Eagles. Did you see when they, the all those fans down. were on top of the bus stop? Oh, and God. They're they're like jumping the collapse and they all fell through. Doing things like, to yes. each other that, like, you're just hurting each other. This is why. What What's wrong with you people? All right. Oh, you're from Philadelphia and you argue about cheesesteaks. and. <laughs> Your cheesesteak sucks. I, yeah. Somebody said that a couple of days ago at the Super Bowl, uh, at I, the pregame, pregame thing. They're like, yeah, Philly doesn't even have good cheesesteak. Oh, but cheesesteak's not from Philly. People are all in uprage. Get them going. Um, Geno's. Geno's East. No, Geno's. So who's the best player never to win the Super Bowl? God, that's a pretty good Can we question. go like positionally or like what are we talking about? Yeah, you, you can. Automatically I mean, automatic. go quarterback? No, no like, not necessarily. Who didn't win one that we're shocked about? Well, I just say, I mean, overall, who is the greatest player? Doesn't matter. I mean, Deacon Jones didn't win one. Dan Marino Dan didn't Marino win one. Didn't win. Dan Barry Marino. Sanders didn't win one. Randy Moss didn't win Ooh, one. Probably Ooh. Barry Sanders. Randy Moss Barry didn't Sanders. win with No, England? he didn't win one. Oh, God. He had that year that was, I think they were. That you was know where the, that Super Bowl happened? I think that was in Arizona. Yeah, that David Tyree catch? was that Yeah, one? that was undefeated. Yeah. I think that was in Glendale. But Not that that matters. Ma- just Calvin Johnson, I mean, Bruce Smith. Content. Look at you. You know them all. I mean, but, I mean, who's the Terry, Barry Sanders has always been like. People me, love or hate him, though. They're like, he, he they, went four yards backwards before he went two yards forward. Yeah, he ran another thousand yards in the year. <laughs> I mean, he when he ran 1,800, it was actually 2,800 because he's just scrant, running for his life. Do you like Barry more than Randy Ma? God, no. I don't no. know. I mean, that Moss was is, What he did that year was just, that was ridiculous mm-hmm. it just he's a free throw it up dan marino's tough to compete I, with what, too, what though, came into like, my head immediately was dan marino yeah. i don't know why i don't know if he just gets the sobs like he was amazing but he but, i mean we're at that age you know we're ra- all right around 50 and he's that guy that everybody's always talked about that never won a super bowl but you look at i mean deacon jones arguably the greatest defensive player in the history of football you know, so, I mean, there's a lot of... But Lyle Alzado. <laughs> well, God rest his soul. <laughs> Only freaking steroids were steroids like, now. Who did the most steroids and have nothing to show for it? Lyle Alzado. Lyle Alzado, okay. Or, or Brian Bosworth. Oh, the Boz. Yeah, Lyle Trump's in my thing, but yeah. Well, what about the ultimate I mean, warrior? <laughs> well, he did a lot of, like, overhead, like, shoulder pumping, like, getting people excited and screaming and right. wearing face paint, and that's cool. Did you uh, did you do any steroids and to win the uh, state, to go to the state tournament in, in high school hockey, Theron, or no? Are you going to You know, no to, to, be a, to be the fourth-line center on a hockey team, mm-hmm. I definitely, no. I, <laughs> but you made the tourney. Yeah, we, we had it, and we had it. I tell people we lost four to three in the state semifinal to Ryan Kraft. Oh, really? Wow. Because mm. he had four goals and South St. Paul had three. Oh, my gosh. There were a couple of, like, Jason Blake was a pretty decent player. A guy pretty named Matt decent. Cullen was pretty decent. A like, little you know, they, bit. They had a solid squad. You guys took them four, from four to three, four huh? Four to wow. three. That's pretty impressive. Of, they were, and they were a, their goalie, Jeremy Gregoire, hard to pronounce, um, for me anyway. Um he made a couple of nice saves at the end of that game. Did they win it all that year? No, they, that was Jefferson's last year. Oh, the Jefferson dynasty. dynasty. That was the last year Jefferson. We were 22-3 and three that year. We lost our last – I mean, we lost a, to Duluth East. It was like a 4-3 to three game. Lost like a 3-2 game to Hill Murray. And then last uh, regular season game of the year, we – I remember playing floor hockey in the locker room <laughs> about 10 minutes before we were supposed to go out. We were playing Woodbury, who we would stomp on. 
and we got beat like four to three. <laughs> what in the hell? Who was in your section? South St. Paul, not a big dynasty we for had, hockey later in the years. Right. I mean, earlier with Doug Woo gears, but we were we were like, yeah, we were like the twenty eighth team that went to the state tournament. Um, we beat Johnson, Cottage Grove, and I'm trying to think. We beat Cottage Grove in the it section had to be Johnson, final. maybe Apple Cottage Valley in, in that final. mix too. No, Apple then. Valley got pulled out the year before because okay. like we lost in the state or in the in the section final to the Brad Defaw Apple Valley team mm -hmm. and that crew. Yep. Um back at the old Met Center. Wow, you played we that, played in that cool. one that year, but then the next year we were back over in I think it's three A. The old Met, when the heck did you graduate? Ninety five. The so, Met was still there? Yeah. Uh, it, well, like my tenth grade year, which would have been the what is that, ninety two, ninety three? Right yeah, after that they was the last year. year. That was the yep. last year and we had the wow. we had the section final there against Apple Valley and lost that. And then yeah, we lost to, uh, or we beat, we beat Cottage Grove to go, and then my senior year was a Johnson loss at Mariucci. Don't talk to Bobby about Johnson; he doesn't want to hear about it. Yeah, screw those guppies, our, our rivals. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get one more segment in here. Um, we are sponsored by Duke Cannon, hardworking grooming goods for hardworking guys. Spring salad is in for the state hockey tournament. Stakes are raised in the high school hockey and college hockey. Our seasons are coming to a conclusion. The best of the best will be on display at section finals, the NCAA tournament, and the state tournament. Duke Cannon is sold dialed in. Most of their products come in puck-shaped containers, including their popular shampoo pucks. If your hair is a weapon, or you wish it was, you won't find a better product than Duke Cannon Serious Flow. This lightweight main tamer will be your salad on the top line when it matters most. Website discount, pull tab 10, 10% off Duke Cannon products on DukeCannon.com. The promo code is active and ready to go. Duke Cannon is a Minnesota company. A portion of the proceeds on Duke Cannon will benefit U.S. military veterans. You can find Duke Cannon products at your neighborhood Target or DukeCannon.com. Work harder, smell better with Duke Cannon. All right, let's talk. Uh, I think probably got time for one last segment. And one thing I love about Theron Von Baron is that when it, you're ever at a party with him, he finds the Bluetooth, he finds the speaker, and he just takes it it's, over. It's a battle. He will, he <laughs> will be like, who's yeah, running music? Who's running the People music? that have those stupid Sony Sonoses, though, those befuddle me. Because <laughs> you can't just connect. You have to like you have to get into you gotta like, hack into the motherboard. You gotta hack the IP. like literally that in a retinal scan, and you have to give up your firstborn. So like when Bobby Appert has a party, I can't get control of the radio. He's he's got it all in, in Toscano is the same thing. They have the Sonos and you just can't crack the code unless you know they want you to. So you love getting in there and getting on the music. What do you what do you like what's your what's well, your you MO have, on well, that? What do you think? Well, in, in, whether we're whether we're at a house or you're at a bar where you know your your top status on touch tunes. You and there are statuses. Top right? status. Yes. I was so at a golf cool. thing last summer and I didn't announce it that I was playing the music. God, do I have in the well you might you get in there and look. You might be a showstopper. Okay, there's showstopper status. I think I'm like. You're at 3,000. Yeah, I'm like 300. I think I'm 300 plays away from my next status. So anyway, we're up at we're up at Giants Ridge, and this guy just comes walking up to me. He goes, what's your number? Which you could take any number of ways. You're like, <laughs> uh, what? And he goes, he pulls out his phone, and he opens up touch tunes. And he shows me he's 
He had like 7,000 plays. And he's like, he looked at Remy, he goes, I knew you were the one. I could, I figured it out. <laughs> he knew you were the one. And like, a, he's like, listen, dude, you've been throwing face melters out there all night. I knew it was you. I'm like, I don't oh. know what I am. I doesn't have any. Well, kind of you status. check in at a place and then you click on it and you go up to that, that thing on the top left and yeah. you can get your status. So you would just have to check in at a place right now. So go to the harbor right. where you might be later. And then check your status on the top left. I'm an emerging artist. You are an emerging artist. <laughs> I didn't have my phone tucked away. I check where I'm at. I think I'm. I don't. I think I'm a showstopper. So the point being, like, you have to evaluate your situation. So what do you, you go into the bar? What do you What are you playing first? Well, let's, do we have a bunch of dudes hanging out that love Kid Rock and like want to hear Alice in Chains or uh-huh. Pearl Jam or is it a Saturday morning? Is it a Friday night? Is it a Thursday afternoon? What's going All right, on? Tonight you go into the harbor. It's Wednesday night. <sighs> Wednesday uh, night's a little bit more difficult. I mean, we know what kind of crowd we're going to be appealing to there. Yeah. I mean, most of those people are there. It's the working crowd. Six out of seven days of the week. Yep. They have their own private bottle. You're going to be listening. <laughs> to, you're going to you're going to have to in touch tunes go into the. Let's find the songs, the commonality that like I like and that this place likes, and then you're going to have to find the sweet spot there in between. Yep. You don't buck the system and go like, I'm going to show you people what good music sounds like. No, I'm a big evaluator. I like evaluating the situation. I was in Scottsdale last week and we went out to a bar and we're hanging out and we're in this really nice bar and there weren't a ton of people in there. But I would say there were like 70%, 80%, maybe 90% of the people in there were female. And then like 10%. He was at a strip club. (laughs) No, no, never. And, and, you know, we we roll in. He took the music away from the DJ. Now, welcome to the stage, Mercedes. (laughs) What the hell is this song? No comment. Maybe it happened. No, no, that never happened. Okay. Um, So. (laughs) Scottsdale. You got to figure out where you're at. Yeah. What are we working with here? Do the one guy, one of the guys I'm with is I'm like, I have the touch tunes. I'll figure it out. I'm going to play. And I'm pumping in a couple songs. Everybody's enjoying it. And next thing I just see flying in, even though, again, I implored him like, dude, don't worry about it. I see Pearl Jam, Pearl Jam, Allison Chain. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? Like, we're not, we're in old town Scottsdale right now. There's, this is not an Allison Chains crowd. Right. Just stop. But that, that I don't know if it was intentional on his part, but what that caused me to do was to like pay my seven extra credits to hear some Miley Cyrus <laughs> and then another seven credits to hear Justin Bieber, Taylor Swift. Like you have to understand what you're working with is my general philosophy on these things. Don't play Alice in Chains when you need to hear Notorious B.I.G. Know your audience. We need like know when to play Deborah and when not to play Deborah. So speaking of that, there's been a couple of times. Are you going with like, are you going? <laughs> a couple of times like I see this Deborah. Let's talk about Deborah. What are you going to talk about? Bobby? Well, no, it's there's a couple of songs I've never heard in my life until you met the, until you met me. The, I, I, know, Ron, I, know, the I know the Ron through a Deborah. I'm trying to. I'm, I'm wondering what the other song is. I'm sure oh, I have it's it. Something about Dallas. Oh Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> You've never heard the Dick Down in Dallas Dick down in song. Dallas? Oh my God! Yeah, it's, it's a, pretty. It's very aggressive, but it is very funny. But it's a good. It's like a melodic it's a pretty good song you're like oh this is catchy yeah and then you hear the lyrics and you're like whoa what yeah, you're like well, Jesus. what's happening in raleigh uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but deborah was the one that got me right away it's like oh. thought it was prince you thought it was prince i thought it was prince i thought too. it was prince so for explain sure. the the deborah song it's it's you wouldn't even expect who it's from and that's my quiz with everyone i'm like mm-hmm. you play it and you have again you have to be in an environment where people can talk and i'm like here's one for you again i'll use the term again it's a face melter 
and they're like, who, I'm like, who is this? And they'll be like, oh. Prince is often guessed. Yeah, they're like, it no. does and sound when, like Prince. When you tell them it's it. back, they're like, no. You mean the guy that sung Loser? And I'm like, yeah. They're like, no. And I'm like, no. This is, this, is, this is the guy that sung Loser. He went to JCPenney and he got a fresh pack of gum and he talked to Jenny and... <laughs> And he thought her sister. Well, and then and that's the funny. The hook on the song is he talks about girl, how I just, I want to get with you and only you and your sister. I think her name's Deborah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. It's, it's like, he's going to go the girl, extra miles. Hey, I want to get with your hey, sister, but hey, I don't know what her name is. I girl, I, I he's, he's like, I love you. I only want to be with you. And then he's like a minute later and your sister. I think her name's Deborah. right here. Listen. Step inside my Hyundai. <laughs> the only person that hates this song is my wife. I was going to say. Because when this thing comes on, it generally means that high fives are about to happen. <laughs> that, you wouldn't think that's back. I mean, that's a... No. Really just off the, different, different sound. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. So you, how about you go into a party? Maybe it's like, what did you play down in Scottsdale? What would you want to hear? Like, Again, what, what did you get? I, get, get I got going? chastised for playing Taylor Swift. Mm -hmm. I got made fun of for playing Miley Cyrus, but I think there's a time and a place. It just depends on what you're going with. Mm -hmm. You know, the one song I used to play a lot of that I've just kind Is of it like this Miley song. Oh, hell yeah. This or we can't stop. <laughs> this is. What? This 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 song is like 20 years old. This is almost Hannah Montana age. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. a banger though. It's definitely a banger. You have to play it at volume 17 <laughs> out of scale. Of Do you know who else loves this song? Another big man, Dave Zoller, played this on a party bus, and I was like, "What are you playing, dude?" And the place he, erupted. He's like what I've heard, and I so. Dave's daughter, Lydia, and my daughter are good friends. But I've never, like, I've met Dave a couple of times, but we've never hung out. But I've heard he's, like, the master Jedi of music. You guys will get along perfectly. I cannot <laughs> believe you don't hang out. God, you guys could play basketball, football, you name it. Big man slamming, crushing Five beers. Slamma -jamma. Five, Five slamma jamma. Seven slamma -jamma. foot rim. All right, that's good. Is any other, like, songs you want to tip people off to while you got the, you know, like... This is this is a go-to. This is something you might not have, uh, you might not think is great, like Miley or. Um, I mean, my, or, or you get an old school like this is the like my old school jam is Rob Bass, DJ Z Rock. That's a good. I want to rock right now. I'm Bobby Finn, and I came to get down. Like that is, it's kind of underrated still. Rob it's Bass. like how's this song kind of underrated? It works. Mm -hmm. The songs I do not, I, I don't want to hear uh, that stupid Love Shack song. If you want me to turn face and leave, just turn that on. So next time we run into each other, turn that on and I'll leave if uh -huh. you don't want me around. Yep. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Um, again, it, it comes down to it. We it, might, it, it. Might, I, I might need to play Too Short. Bobby, do you know who Too Short is? Well, I, I know Too Tall. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> might need to blow the whistle or it might need to be ludicrous or it might need to be, I don't know. Crisscross, crisscross, or boom, Luke Combs. Boom, I don't boom, know. Boom, it just depends. Boom. You have to evaluate the crowd and Boy, go with it. Have you ever had a job as a DJ? You ever like just be eclectic? Yeah. These smash-ups that these kids do these days. Ooh, this is the incredible. thing that blows my mind. Yeah. When you take a couple and throw them together, and boy, does that sound good! Unbelievable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Well, yeah. I appreciate it. Thanks for the insights. Uh, can't wait to listen to some touch tunes with you sometime real soon. <laughs> In about probably at 45 minutes. <laughs> but no, hey, TBB, thanks for coming out. Appreciate it, brother. Yeah, no, thank you. Yeah, Tommy, thanks, good as always. Rock and roll. Hey, everybody. If you like what you heard, you know, throw, you know, if you like it, throw your name out here. Get a company sponsor. Let's go. You know, Bobby Finn knows everyone. Loves to, loves to help everybody out. But we can be heard on Spotify, Apple, YouTube, and other platforms where you get your podcast. Please like and subscribe. Thank you for listening. Remember, every day, wake up and try to contribute in a positive way. Smile, laugh, be a good person, help, don't hurt. Most of all, don't be a dick. <laughs> <laughs>